If you don't like what we tell you to believe in, we'll kill you. Oh, 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 you don't like interruptions. Well, this is a different kind of an interruption. This is a pre-recorded interruption to remind you that you wouldn't be hearing this interruption if you would actually pony up, support our work here at TRS, and buy a subscription to the show. It's only $10 a month, uh, un- un- unless you're using, like, e-checks. Then there's some extra fees, because e-checks fucking suck. Don't use those. The point is, we need your support. You can't use credit cards anymore. It's kind of a pain in the balls, but we still need you to help us out. And if you're enjoying the content, uh, these silly commercials will go away. We won't bother you anymore if you just do. So go to the right stuff.biz slash paywall. Uh, make an order. You can use e-checks. You can mail in a money order. You can use a bunch of different cryptocurrencies, all which suck and are annoying, but we'll get it figured out. Or you can go to my Odyssey channel, Uncle Spend's Other Tone Stream, and you can... Uh, Give me a donation there and send me a screenshot of the transaction. We'll get you figured out. So, yeah. I guess any second now we'll go back to the show. I don't know when because I don't want these to be quick and predictable so that you can't just skip through them to make them go away. So this one's going to be a little extra long. But, yeah, you need a subscription. You need a subscription. Oh, God, I had the thing soloed. Sorry about that. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Daily Show at 10... 33. This is the good stuff. The right stuff. The Jewish apocalypse. What do we have? We have lots of video to start off with. Yeah. A few things to talk about here, yeah. Some good stuff. So, moving uh, on the Singletary v. White case, correct? Yeah. You want to, so, you want to start right here with Justice Report? Yes. Get some cool footage. Hold on, yeah, of This course. is the footage I was talking about Monday, which I didn't. we didn't put out because these guys, the guys are working on this. And Gunther's, so not, Gunther's not allowed to watch it with us. Gunther's going to be... No. Gunther's, Gunther's relegated gonna, to gonna the take a break. For this one. He's going to be... He's, he's too busy pointing at Turkey right now in the election yes. there, I guess. So. Let's see. Is this going to go? Is this working? It is. I'm such a pro. I'm such a pro. I'm such a pro. What, the video? The audio is not on? I have the tab muted. Because I do uh, that, I do that so it doesn't start. Yeah, no, just, I know why you do it. I do so it doesn't just start like playing wildly, and, uh, and then when I'm actually ready, it's still muted. My name, my name's Warren Baylog. All right, I'm with the National Justice Party. We're we're the guys that are out here. We support you guys all the way. Nice. It is. It is. They made it a racial thing, man. Yeah. Oh man, is that what he said? Yeah. Word for word, what he said. Oh man, if you want to get in touch, you know anything we can do, man. Anything we can do to help you. Anything we can do to make oh, sure. Man. Y'all have got more out about this situation than any yeah. newscast could. Appreciate it, brother. Really do. It means a lot. I'll tell all these guys here. <clears throat> It was. It was. Now it's happening all over the country. He wasn't even there a week. Yeah. He wasn't supposed to be in the house he was in. Oh my God. The dude that was in the house was so scared of him and his son left. 
Jesus. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah, it sounds like a wrong. It sounds like a wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, wrong place, uh, wrong time shooting. Right? Yeah, exactly. Right? right. Yeah. No, it's disgusting. It's horrifying. Technically, that's true. Well, <laughs> well, the person in the wrong place was Singletary. Though. Yeah, he didn't belong right. in that neighborhood. Yeah, and when you yeah, look yeah. at the the footage of the news, like everyone on that block is white. Like that is not a black area. Right. Now, granted, these are not this is not some rich exclusive neighborhood. These are working class white people. Some of them are poor, but they are uh not black. And as a result, kids can play on the street in their neighborhood totally safely until until guess who showed up. Comes in. Until guess who showed up? The usual American yeah. problem showed up and did its usual and, American problem thing. And the guy that rented things. the house was afraid of not renting to a black person. And it wasn't Singletary that was the renter. It was some woman. And then he shows up. Yeah. She was renting one room in the house. Classic. Now this nigger comes around. And the guy who owns a house is afraid and he leaves with his son. And, and on some level, you could blame him. But you, on some level, you can't because, you know, what happens if you don't rent to a black person? At that point, I would be like, look, I ha- I'm having trouble paying my bills. I was thinking about renting a room in my house, and a black person has tried to rent it. Mm-hmm. So I need to remove it from the market, and then you should just have the neighborhood like take up a collection uh-huh. <laughs> so that you don't have to rent to a black person because then this kind of thing happens, right? So, uh, so yeah, and, and there's, um, justice report I've gotten word has gotten back in touch with Mr. White and Jack McCracken is going to be doing a, if he's not doing it now, I think he's doing it today or something. He's going to do an in-depth interview, go through exactly because the way the news reports it, you don't know really what happened, right? right? It's very confusing. There's different versions of events. He's going to get a very detailed long version of exactly what happened from mr white and one thing i said was what i would like to happen is i think we should get um because there were some other witnesses on the newscasts also get a word from them because if we can get multiple people saying i mean listen to what james white said the nigger literally said i hate white people yep and then he started shooting that is a hate crime. Okay? That like he gave all of the definitions right there. He says I hate white people and then he started shooting. So, I don't see this is open and shut and so if if more than one person will say it, like if other people on the block, other neighbors that witnessed this also heard that and would say it, this is going to put up a hell of a lot of a pressure on Dina King as well as the prosecutor, the county prosecutor Mm -hmm. there in Gaston County, who, you know, people are going to be tempted to praise that guy. That's a white, he's a white guy. Um, And he got Singletary extradited from Florida and he got him refused bond. So he made the argument to the judge, this guy can't be bonded out. He's a threat. He's a flight risk and a threat. And the judge agreed. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, would the judge have agreed if not for... The, the one, the fact that the media covered the story and the media covered the story in an effort to lump it in. And I have not seen a single and tell me if anyone else has 
and even if you have, it's an exception, not a rule. I have not seen a single report on this this shooting that doesn't lump it in with like the two or three other shootings. And what you see here is how the media is creating a storyline. The media is creating a storyline, oh, yeah. and they're simply retrofitting these events to it. This is not anything like what happened with Andrew Lester in in St. Louis. Uh, was it St. Louis, right, or Kansas City? Sorry, Kansas City. I get those two mixed up sometimes. Uh, It's not anything like what happened to Andrew Lester in Kansas City. It's not anything like apparently there was some other case where these these two black women got in the wrong car in a parking lot and got shot, presumably by a black man, because you haven't heard anything about much about that one. Um, And then some on the shooting in upstate New York. It's not actually anything like that. This is not like anything like that. And actually, if you look at all of those cases, they're not particularly linked. There's only really one thing that links all of these cases together. (laughs) Is it the missing link? Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, I would say. If you're hearing my voice right now, something has gone terribly, terribly wrong. Unless this is just how you want to live. Who am I to tell people to stop listening to free content that's constantly interrupted that has to deal with my voice and whatever audio quality this is going to come out in who am I to tell people that they should be getting behind the paywall at the right stuff dot biz slash paywall especially if they're not white which I assume that's what what you probably are if you're hearing my voice right now this is that's just that's just my assumption I could be wrong but I mean if you're not white legally you do have to tell me that you're not white this is I told Sven that I'd I'd record some commercials for him, and at first I thought I was going to put some effort into it, but then I realized, why don't I just ramble in the dumbest way possible and force you to listen to it? Because that's what you're doing right now. You are listening to this. What it, Mike was probably saying something very interesting, something very insightful, and now you're listening to me. Is this really what you want? Is this is this how you want to live? Do you want to be non-white? Because again, that's I just assume that's what you are. You could always fix that. You could rectify this problem by going to the right stuff that is slash paywall and getting yourself a subscription. And then you'll never have to hear me again, you know, unless I'm filling it or something. The one thing about this news narrative is that there is that weird story about the guy in upstate New York, a white man who shot a white girl for turning her car around in his driveway. However, and I'm not making any excuse for that guy. Like that guy is a murderer and he should go to jail. But. That was done in the overall context of America today. You know, like that, you know, maybe in a different country, you wouldn't feel like you needed to shoot somebody because they turned around your driveway. It was, again, not making any excuse. What he did was absolutely wrong and nobody should ever do that. He killed somebody totally innocent. But think about it. We live in a country where you people are generally so suspicious and afraid of other people because of the massive problem with black crime that you worry, oh, someone's pulling the driveway, maybe someone's coming to rob me, they're not actually just turning around because they're lost. Yeah, see, so now you're like sending me off on like a mental tangent of like, boy, I wonder what the wonder what the whole series of events was there. Like I wanted like a detailed breakdown of what went through this person's mind and what they did with the car. You know, I'm only, sort of only curious because, about it, but I, only like because I can I, imagine. Only because I want like to closer link it to the narrative you're saying. Like, is this was this really, really somebody that thought they had to fucking like go into self defense mode because reasons of dis- the, the despair of dealing with how the system works? 
I mean, I'm, I'm, that's my assumption. That could be wrong, but it also doesn't really matter because yeah. that is literally a, a very, very far outlier. Like, yeah. that's a story that you simply don't see happen very often. Okay. Whereas every single day, why isn't you have that multiple all over the news? That was a of, white man that did that shooting. Because it, it was a white girl victim. If it was a black girl victim, it would have been. It was over in a day because it was a, a white girl victim. So it was actually a white on white crime. And it was, I'm sure it was a misunderstanding, but it doesn't matter because that guy, you know, went too, way too far. But um, the thing is that uh, I'm sure that had something to do with the greater context of America and, and his paranoia over home invasions and things like that. It's not an excuse. It's just the facts. But the fact is, like I said, that even whatever the case was, maybe the guy's just a lunatic. But the uh, whatever the case might be, the actual day in and day out, multiple instances every day of people just shooting into crowds of people are black people. And it's every day. And it's going to get worse. It's heating up. You know, summer is coming. You know, in America... We don't do the winter is coming fuck? bit. There's a we sim- do summer yeah. is coming. Well, so, yeah, we, we, we had this cold spring. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's freezing. Yeah. I tried to ride your yeah. bike this yeah. morning. I gave, we're, I gave we're up again. We're having a funny, weird cold snap right now. It's like 40, it's yeah. like 40 degrees. I mean, that worries me a lot because it means those niggers have been saving up all that energy now. Oh, yeah. They got, they got, and they got like a, yeah, the, it, it's it's getting further pent up as because we're not going to ease into summer. It's going to be like here all of a sudden. It's going to be like this explosive energy. Uh, this explosive sun energy is just going to mm. burst so, out. These so sun this, rays are just going to burst out everywhere. But yeah. So this guy's mm. defense attorney says it was not a simple case of coming off the driveway and turning around. The description I was given by my clients were multiple vehicles, including a motorcycle, revving engines, coming up the driveway at a high rate of speed. That's what he's. That's what he's saying. All right. Well, look again. So for whatever reason, he was scared of whatever, whatever the hell was coming. That coming. might be. That very well might be. And we maybe we don't get the whole story from the news. Mm. Um, and maybe there's some mitigating circumstance in that guy's favor. But again, even so, the very fact that it's a white on white shooting homicide makes it a fucking outlier. It just makes it an outlier. Yeah. And and most white on white homicides in America um, are not the result of like shoot like shooting rampages. Um, they are domestics. Somebody kills their girlfriend or wife or boyfriend sometimes or husband, right? Almost all white-on-white murder is that. It's within a family. Uh, It is not something – it is a domestic thing. It's not like somebody goes out and, like, is shooting randomly in the street or having mutual combat gunfights and menacing their neighbors and things like that. So um, that's what it is. And a lot of uh, white-on-white gun violence is, frankly, suicide white people mm. shooting themselves yeah so there's that so the driveway is um, an eighth of a mile long yeah i mean it's one of these rural that, like, again yeah. it's not that that case like again that maybe it'll be worth looking into but right now i consider it kind of a distraction yeah well i'm just trying um, to, i'm just trying to see what they're trying to do with it on the cnn page i'm looking at here it's like they're trying yeah. to Draw a comparison between that and Lester, obviously, because like, oh, look at all these crazy old white people shooting at people. Right, that's what they're exactly kind right. of doing. Yes. Yeah, they're trying to build a narrative, and then, and they were then trying to fit, strangely fit the. Because again, even in, I was sent an article on ABC News. That's a, that's a follow up to this, 
from, I think, recently. Uh, and in that article, it's, yeah, it, when is this from? Oh, no, this is actually from a few days after it happened. But, yeah, they, they, they say this is this is the boilerplate. It says, the North Carolina shooting follows a string of similar incidents where seemingly <laughs> ordinary mistakes no. have led to serious consequences involving firearms. Which is so disingenuous and so that disgusting that this fucking Jew media gets away with that. Like, there is nothing. Yeah, there is no comparison to these events. didn't make any mistake. Uh, it wasn't even like there was any no this black person and like and 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 James White's statement to Warren throws that all out because he says every day he was out there cussing at them kids every day he was out there cussing at the kids so this isn't some mistake it's also not really a mistake if a kid's ball rolls into your front yard like that just it just happens you know, if if this if this had happened I don't know. 40, 50 years ago, that nigger would not have been allowed to be out there cussing those kids. Something would have been done about it. Well, he, it, 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 would have been, it would have not been allowed to live in the same area as them. Problem I solved. I mean, pre-1965, yep. it would not have been. I mean, if you got a nigger out there swearing at children, why was he allowed to repeat that? Why didn't somebody beat the fuck Yeah, that's out? the other thing is if it happened once, it would have been a never again. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it would have been police maybe involved or maybe not, you know, uh, but, you know, this is exactly the kind of thing. <laughs> well, it's a rural area. Right. I mean, let's be honest. This is the kind of thing the Klan used to get. I'm involved. sure that there's community based solutions for the problem. Right. That I mean, that's what the I mean, look, that's what the Klan was when it started. It was a community based solution. <laughs> it was there's actually. No, I'm, I'm serious. It was legitimately a community-based solution to some of these problems. It, I mean, this is an example of. Go ahead. I was say is that this is why the Klan is so heavily demonized because they would stand in the way of a crazy nigger gunning down small children in a white neighborhood. You know, it's, this is this is right. what racial justice looks like. These scary men in there with their burning crosses and white hoods. We can't. We can't have that. Well, what's funny is they would do literal community Mm self-defense where there would be sort of a set of rules and laws on the book, but those... This is pretty annoying, huh? All this can go away. You bought a paywall. Rightstuff.biz slash paywall. Those would have to be bolstered and backed up by, uh, you know, collective community action to keep those norms in place. Like... If somebody was even thinking about renting a room to a black person, this person would have been heavily encouraged to to put an end to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and the, so. you know things like that, right? Well, so they, they they had the thing that the trainees wish they had. They had social capital and social trust. I mean, imagine right. Right. imagine being able like somebody comes into your neighborhood and you don't like them, and then you you and your buddies you just get rid of them. And that's the end of that. <laughs> imagine the power. So a tremendous social capital. That Imagine this, the, the feeling of safety you would have living in a community that could flex its muscles like that, right? Living that's, in a community. That, that's an actual community. That's not right. just, I live in domicile A, and he lives in domicile B. I don't even know what his name is. Therefore, it's none of my business what happens yeah. over there, right? Like, that's, uh, that's what happens over there. And like you said, look, it's not even... Uh, the fault of these people that this is like this. It's not, it, it's the, it's the system that has been, it's a system that went and attacked 
you know, community defense organizations and went and, and attacked the right of, of, uh, of communities to self-associate in the way that they want, uh, attacked the idea of Jim Crow segregation. Uh, you know, that stuff was wildly unpopular when they were pushing it. Just as today, Black Lives Matter is wildly unpopular. Tranny stuff is wildly unpopular. But you will not even get a Republican to even acknowledge the idea that white people even exist. I mean, as soon as a racial thing comes in, they're gone. Like they, they were advocating for Kyle Rittenhouse to their credit, but that's because it wasn't a really good racial component to that. Andrew Lester is equally as defensible. And the white family is completely innocent and they're nowhere to be seen. They won't touch it. And in fact, not to get sidetracked on this issue until we're done with this topic, but it has now come out that Tucker Carlson said something in one text message. This is the New York Times yesterday. In one text message that they uncovered, Tucker Carlson said he was watching. And, and what he said was actually pretty fucking gay, if you ask me. But it's sort of mm -hmm. funny, the crazy reaction that Fox News had. So he says in a text message, he saw a video of some Trump people beating up an anarchist. And at first he was loving it. Because he liked to see the Antifa get his ass kicked. And he said he wanted to see him get beaten. And he started to feel ashamed of himself. And then he started to feel like ganging up on somebody isn't how white men should fight. And then blah, blah, blah. And that <laughs> one statement. Now, look, we could judge what he said. Yeah. And I don't. It's kind of gay, but whatever. But Are like these the white one, people working together again? Right, that's stop kind of doing funny. this that's actually what's that's actually a funny subtext is that his idea <laughs> why is, is it like just a single literally shouldn't be ganging up why on isn't it a white together? person being ganged up by the entire country defenseless that's how right, white people right. are supposed that's we're, we're a proud right. people that's how but we this, deal with adversity i mean you could that would actually be his defense in this <laughs> case no no white people literally should never be fighting together on any in any front ever like that, he, he'd possibly defend himself. How did you end up with a country to live in, Tucker? Oh, you're not. But this ask. statement, well, I mean, anyway. Yeah, this idea of well, white people—that's almost like endorsing some idea of like, uh, like dueling or something. As if that's like, like we we're going to be engaging in like mutual one-on-one. -on -one that just shows combat. me that you live in a decadent, collapsing empire yeah. that has forgotten what it was like to go out and conquer anything. But that's, yeah, get this. That it's shit like, is, dude. That's one of the reasons I am. Convinced we will lose whatever war we try to fight. Assuming oh, we even have the balls to try to fight, able, won't be able to do it. Yeah, they it know that. Fundamentally, does not have the kind of individuals capable of winning a conflict. Right? No, does not at not all. And the, the funny thing is, what 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 happened though is even his just his mild. I won't even say it was a pro-white statement. I don't think it was pro-white. I disagree with Stryker on this. I think it was a mildly <clears throat> racially aware. He 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 saw. That white people existed. This led to like a panicked board meeting. This message coming out in that trial and that Dominion Voting Systems trial, it led uh, to like according to the New York Times, like a panicked board meeting amongst the Fox News board, who then retained well, a law firm, a Jewish law firm, to investigate Tucker. Investigate their own employee because he said that's not how white men fight. So they literally hired some like Shlomi, Shlo, you know, Shlomi, Moishi, Hershkovitz, and and Solomon law firm. I just I don't in New York City. I don't believe any of this. 
I just don't believe any of it. The, like, I don't mean to cut it off the thing you're doing, but like last, you know, I first saw this story like last week. Oh, I believe week. it. I totally believe it. I believe it. I saw the story. It's so unbelievable. La- last week there was a story. I don't remember if it was New York Times or what, but uh, they were talking about they were making vague references to Tucker uh, messages they hadn't seen. That they were racially charged this and that messages in his in his in the discovery. Yeah, and this yada, is the yada, one. Yada. Yeah, no, they, but they didn't know what it was. They weren't saying what it was. They just sort of used that as like this pretense to just do all the usual kind of like dangerous white supremacist Tucker Carlson on TV attacking democracy. Blah blah. Like there was, it was just like a whole hit piece on him. And I'm like, uh, he's like, I'm like, what are they trying to do here? Like they're trying to get this guy, this like useful idiot, off of cable news. And it just seems like the just trying to build a case for excuses why it's being done, and I just don't think any of it is the real reason why. Like I, I, I don't know. It's none of it well, sits. No, none no, of it sits right. No, no, of I disagree the... with you. I think this is absolutely no. I think there's probably multiple reasons why. But like they hated Tucker for a lot of reasons. Yeah, but sure. I'll tell you this: when I hear that like they saw this text message, and they became they had a panic board meeting about it, and they hired a Jewish law firm to further investigate their own employee. I totally that's one hundred percent true. I Garrett feel, fucking I, feel I feel it's not a panic board meeting. I think it's like, hey, I think we got something here. We okay, got something, yeah, we, got fine, something we can enough, work with. We can get, enough, we can, that's how I think it more is like, oh, we but, he slipped. We caught him. Being, <laughs> okay, but, but let's not let's not get did down he cap, the weeds on did that. He cap, My point is the did he Fox capitalize News board. Did he capitalize white in that text message? No, this is not he how. didn't, but <laughs> that's how you know he's fake. But no, here, 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 listen, listen, listen. But that's getting a bit in the I know, I know, I know. I actually think it's better to the idea that they're like panicking. But okay. here, here's the thing. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. No, it doesn't. Because they had a, one thing's for sure. This is definitely true. They had a board meeting. Right. And they probably were like, okay, we've got something now let's get these this Jew law firm like Shlomi, Moishi, Solomon, and Hershkovitz, yeah. whatever their name, whatever it was, investigate them and get us more stuff like this. Yeah. Right? And, and so, because it seems like that's what it was, right? They definitely did have the board meeting. They definitely did talk about this. The text message is real. He's not saying it's not. If it were a lie, he could actually sue them. Um, and uh, they hired this law firm. So, I, this is the preeminent conservative yeah. mm-hmm. news outlet in the country, right. just so you understand. Even this little statement for them is like simply not allowable. And it's not even pro-white. It is simply aware that white people are a thing. Right. And so that shows you that that effectively is the rule in conservatism. Right. Oh, hi. Here's another interruption that's pre-recorded. Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall and pay for a subscription. We need your support. We need your help. We can't do this for free because we're Jews. That if you even mention that you recognize that white people are a thing, conservatives are turning around and they're like, can we get a Jew law firm to investigate this person? <laughs> uh, well, that's just the rule across the entire uh, decadent civilization, except unless you're like an anti-Disney A-log on YouTube. Well, if you're, if, you're a, if you're anti-white, you can talk about white people all you want. <laughs> <clears throat> right like the acknowledgement of white existence is only ever negative so even even this statement of sort of it's sort of mildly saying white people generally are honorable in their conduct right that's sort of what he was saying he's saying that's not honorable that's not how white men fight whatever we think about that sentiment like i'm not particularly impressed with it but like the point being that um like i don't think i'm actually fine with a group of white people fighting as a group in order to make sure that they win i think that that's fine right because if you have three on one, you win. 
<laughs> unless you really suck, <laughs> you know, then, then, then you, but generally speaking, you're going to win. And I think the idea of winning is something that people should value, not just I would, the idea I would of ask honorable. Tucker. I would be like, now, imagine Tucker that you're part of this mob and you're beating the shit out of some trantifa. Don't mm. you think you'd be having the time of your life? Think about how much fun. Oh, that okay. You, but buddies. you know what he was saying? He was doing some really gay stuff after that. He was saying like, and I thought, you know, that's still a human being. There's somebody who would be devastated if that person died. And I really shouldn't let myself become a monster like this. And I'm like, bro. bro. But anyway, you know what? When it's Antifa, not even really that important. When Antifa, Again, when Antifa lines up outside your door, the way a white man is supposed to fight is you go be in your vacation home someplace else where they can't touch you. Well, right. But he's, I, I'll just say this. I'm generally very unimpressed with Tucker Carlson. Yes, okay? and, and I'll just leave it at that. Okay, yeah. I find him extremely underwhelming. Okay. That that's my position. You know, everyone knows that that's generally my. I don't even think it's worth a logging on him because it's not that important. But like, uh, I find him unimpressive, uninspiring, and generally uncontroversial. But uh, but he is controversial in this society and just the statement of. I think it's more important to focus on the reaction to this mm-hmm. very milk sure. toast, weak weak sauce sentiment, really. And um, they're going after him, and yeah. and so. The, the idea then, the point I'm making is not anything about really Tucker, but conservatism. <clears throat> this is the attitude of conservatism. Mm-hmm. This is why they're not there <clears throat> for non-millionaire white people like the white family and like Andrew Lester. These are marginalized people. The white family, Andrew Lester, are marginalized people. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. a buzzword you hear the leftists use, but it's actually Absolutely. true. I mean, people like the whites, frankly, generally like working class uh, struggling financially, white people, uh, not middle class, not living in some suburb, not having important jobs in a city. These people are invisible in our society. Absolutely invisible. They talk about, you know, blacks love to talk or black advocates love to talk about like poor blacks being invisible. I'm like, people wish that they were. <laughs> People wish that they were. In fact, they're in our face every day. If you watch the news, they're in your face every day because they're constantly shooting the place up. If you watch TV, they're in your face every day because every single prestige drama on freaking streaming television is about them. Mm -hmm. So, no, the true invisible people. Even mermaids. Are people like the White family. People like Andrew Lester. These are the invisible, marginalized people in America. And that black woman, that fat black woman... Who was who was a logging on the NJP uh, during the protest was she, she both she gave the game away in her own little freaking monologue where she was like they're wearing masks if what you believe is right you wouldn't be wearing masks well first of all not everybody was wearing a mask Warren certainly wasn't Allen wasn't but uh, then she then she gives it away a minute later because she's like. You know, if if I'm going to go around again and I'm going to try and get a good look and if anybody recognizes any of these people, we got to make sure to hold them accountable. Say, okay, so what happened to your fucking thing about if you believe in it, you should show your because you if these you know, you clearly think that you clearly feel like they should be punished Mm -hmm. regardless of what they're saying. And if if you went and talked to them and you asked them, why are you here? And they told you the story. Carson said it on striking Mike last night. He said. That woman would be more shocked by white people sticking up for themselves than by a black man shooting white children. Oh, yeah. She would find that – and she does. She finds it significantly more – the Singletary thing, that she'll shrug that off. That, that's just what happens. 
What? That's just what, that. What? Who? Why is that an issue? That's every day. Oh right? yeah, Karen doesn't want their kid shot by. Randall. And I'm like, well, it's every day for you people. Yeah. And that's why, if you as a black person think it is mundane, it's an everyday thing. That some criminal, some criminal Negro male pops off and starts shooting at kids. If this is your everyday experience in your community, can you really blame us? Hmm. Can you really well, blame us for saying? Should we watch the uh, the news? We don't want to live around you. We have, I mean, just a compound on that issue. Like, we, what, is, what was his Singletary's grandmother went on the news? And oh yeah, his grandma. His grandma's yeah. out there making excuses. I have this here. This is this is good shit right here. Singletary's grandmother talked gotta, to me by phone. She said, "When family members." Oh, I thought we, I thought we, we didn't. Want, I thought we didn't want. Singletary's grandmother this. talked to me by phone. Oh, this fucking. This fucking interface sucks yeah, the so interface bad. Is so irritating. Like you touch it and it's just like there. There's Gunther. Okay. <laughs> there is, Gunther needs to be. I feel like we need to play a Gunther's uh, intro. Singletary's grandmother talked to me by phone. She said when family members learned he somehow got to the Tampa Bay area after the shooting, somehow. they begged the suspect to turn himself somehow. in. The grandmother told him about the little girl that had bullet fragments pulled out of her cheek. That upset him. He actually started crying. He was very emotional about that. She said the shooting. <laughs> Imagine spouting that out. Like, who is supposed to hear about that? I'm going, oh, who cares? Poor, who poor psycho nigger who shot a little kid. He feels bad about the consequences. Hi, he was very emotional about that. Cry she in said prison. the shooting was unexcusable, but that another neighbor threatened to shoot Singletary's home during the ordeal, and he struggles with anxiety issues. My grandson suffers from PTSD. He was shot. At 15. Singletary was out on bond. Yeah, you, know who, you know who didn't do that? You know who, I believe that he was shot at 15, but you know, who didn't, do it? <laughs> you know who didn't do it was anybody that lives on that street. Yeah. Any of those kids. They had nothing to do with that. It was another black person that did that. A hundred percent. There's no question in the no, world about that, all. right? And I don't buy it for a second. Somebody said, hey, look, maybe somebody did say that. While you're opening fire yeah, While on you're kids. shooting, yeah. It's like... If somebody is shooting at children, you say, I'm going to fucking shoot you. It's understandable if that's it's not an excuse. There's once you're opening fire, all bets are off with that. So fuck off. Assault with the sledgehammer when this happened. What? Oh yeah, he yeah. Had hit someone with a sledgehammer. Oh, oh that's right. The mini sledge. Out on bond for alleged assault with the sledgehammer when this happened. I mean, was he upset about how the sledgehammer like? Was he? Yeah, he, he was oh, upset he heard, about he how he it hurt his the skull. The sledgehammer actually hurt the person. He hit it. He, he hit started crying. It, Give me, I mean, and that's. Yeah. I guess he, if he you believe in, it. if you if what you believe in is right, you wouldn't be crying about it, right? I mean, I don't know. If you believe in shooting white white folk, why are you running off to Tampa and crying about it when you hear about it? Oh my God! Right. Well, I mean, almost like why are you running off to Tampa because? Oh, hey, Goy, Herschel here. Are you listening to a free fag episode of the Daily Shower? Do you need a small personal loan so you can afford a paywall subscription? I may be able to help you out. For the very low price of just $10 a month, you can listen to Mike finish his talking points without annoying promotional bits like this one. Log on to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall and pick the payment option that best suits your white man's agency level. E-checks, money order by mail, or cryptocurrency. Support TRS's efforts in shutting down yids like me. It's like... The message you're getting actually is that you are just allowed to do this kind of thing. I mean, thank God that we aren't there yet, but we're getting there. We're getting to the point where black people are going to be allowed to do this. It's like the, it's amazing that like the Jews have harnessed like the black ability to sort of make excuses and and irrationally rationalize every one of their like 
horrible activities and try to like present that as to the public as right. if it's valid. Well, what they, That's what an amazing done is thing. They presented blacks the racial equality narrative. They present blacks and whites as equal, and it's always funny when you watch these newscasts where they're presenting obviously like really bad nigger behavior, like really, really, and really atypical, abnormal, violent, crazy from from a white person's perspective, just yeah. like totally alien and unrelatable uh, community standards and behaviors and norms in in the black community. And they talk about it, and, and it's even cringier when they have like a white anchor like talking about it as if like. You're supposed to just see this as like every day, or or it's like they, it's it's very uncomfortable and weird because they know like you you are presenting an alien universe and it's right next door to you. I think in America it's there's an alien universe right next door to you. There's a black neighborhood with totally different values, totally different norms, totally different expectations and understanding, and you have to deal with that and you have to understand it somewhat yourself because you have to deal with the, the reality that there's this dangerous area that is very violent and you, you could be hurt if you go anywhere near it. And now, uh, and so the racial equality narrative makes it so they have to take it seriously. This obvious little mean behavior of like, my baby didn't do nothing. He got PTSD. It ain't his fault. He just made a mistake. Anybody can have a mistake. Anybody can have a bad day. You know, you know, nigger say that everyone, anyone, after some nigger like pops off, shoots like 10 people. Anybody can make a mistake. Why are you mad? Why everybody's so mad? You judging him? Why are you judging him? Hey, everybody have a bad day. Sometimes you just make a mistake. We need to have forgiveness. We need to have forgiveness in our lives. And it's like, that is just completely alien. And yet they present it and they have to present it like it's normal because otherwise would be to confess that the racial equality narrative is simply false. It's just not true. And so, yeah, oh, yeah, look, look at these black people and their, their weird assumptions about life that like, Oh yeah, there's just you can just shoot kids and then uh, you know you just had an off day, you know, like that's uh that's not something that we think as white people we don't think like that, and yet yeah. we are expected to just brush that off. Yeah, and the way the Jew media presents it is that anyway. I was just sitting here thinking about the fact that yeah they they literally could just let blacks do whatever they want because if they don't report on it, it never happened. They're already pretty much there with black inner city violence. That stuff is mostly, I don't know if it's mostly going unsolved, but a lot of it goes unsolved. Uh, it goes significantly unsolved, yes. Yeah. There's nothing really stopping them. I mean, let's say you, you had just open black-on-white violence in the United States. Who is going to be able to marshal any kind of response to that? Especially if the media either doesn't cover it or gaslights everybody on the topic. Yeah, and and uh, I mean, we don't have it like it's it's not like this open directed warfare, racial warfare against whites. Yet it's just a lot of stochastic terrorism and uh, like random incidents or whatever. Mm. It doesn't seem to be organized, but well, there was blacks, some organized. I don't know they could ever be organized enough to like proceed, proceed with some sort of like let's genocide the white people thing. I don't know if that would be possible, but they could certainly just allow blacks to constantly perform murders and things like that and then, oh well, whoops, you know, we couldn't find them. Uh, well, there's a, I mean, that's, we're very close to that and in some cases that has, has happened um, and, and they definitely allow blacks to in a way get away with it because they present these things. In the end, the news can't present this. I mean, look at how they're presenting this case. They're lying about it, right? Like they're, they're reporting on it and they are saying that, you know, he's getting charged with attempted murder and all this stuff. 
But they are one. They're letting this grandmother get away with this excuse, and they are also totally denying the racial component of it. They are deliberately obfuscating that because James White openly said it to the press. He was complaining that the media is is not accurately reporting what he was told, telling them. Um, he because if he said that to Warren, you would have to think he also said that to the reporters that came to talk to him, and they have chosen to deliberately white that out, if you will. Um, and not report on that. The local news reported that uh, the guy said he didn't like white people. But no, he said, I hate you white motherfuckers and I'm going to shoot your white ass. Now, this is he literally said, I hate you before he shot. Now, that is a hate crime. He said, I hate you for your race. Mm-hmm. And then he shot his gun. OK, this is a this is probably you will probably get no closer literal direct technical definition of a hate crime than this ever Ever. I mean, they're charging. They're, they are working on finding hate crimes for Andrew Lester. Right. Oh, okay. yeah. I mean, generally, the way a hate crime works in the United States is is something yeah. happens to somebody in a self-defense situation. They just say, oh, they called me a nigger, though. Like, oh, well, now you're a victim. Well, they is. don't even actually have to allege that now. They don't even have to allege that. There's understood. no allegation to Andrew Lester. The only time, and what they're doing is they're taking Andrew Lester's actual description to the police of the person he shot. He was very large. To to use no, he said he was black. Yeah. And just like just like they did it with George Zerman. George Zerman also said Trayvon Martin was black when the police asked him mm-hmm. what he looked like. So when the police asked him, Oh, you had to do you did a sh- shooting, okay, what 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 give us the details of it? And yes, in that he said it was a black man. So when they they use that to impute a racial motive onto the shooting, a, a hate, not just racial, but a hate racial motive, like mm-hmm. like a hateful racial motive. Like right. as I've said, it actually is reasonable to to perceive a greater threat from a black man. I mean, look at Singletary, right? It is totally reasonable to perceive a greater threat from a black man than somebody who's not black. However, um, there, it's certainly Andrew Lester didn't say, I hate niggers, and then he starts shooting when Ralph Yarl was at his door. There's no allegation of that. The only time he mentioned race was when describing him to the police so he's they are looking high and low there are black advocates out there and they're not in the streets but they are in like corporate boardrooms and in legal offices telling these prosecutors we want hate crimes and the prosecutors are like combing through everything they can to try and find an excuse for it okay and so and now you have a clear-cut case and it's being totally ignored and frankly the the prosecutor for all we know, that black woman in the car is the prosecutor, the federal prosecutor for that part of North Carolina. They certainly look identical. She's another fat black mammy. You know, so here we are. Like, what else can you say? Right. Well, you know how the system is going to handle it organically, but has there been any pressure applied to the DA in the uh, Jamie White case? There's going to be, I'll tell you that much. We're working on that. Obviously, it goes without saying. The victim testifying that there's uh, there this is a hate crime is going to be a lot more convincing. Well, I also think that others, um, other people on the block, had to have heard the interaction. And if there's multiple people that say, "Oh yeah, he said that," yeah. he said, "I hate white." Go to the rightstuff.biz/paywall for your subscription today, motherfuckers, and started shooting. If, if if multiple people testify to that, that's going to put Dina King in a very difficult position. Of, of denying it. A very difficult position. In fact, 
I mean, to believe the point it or not. Where her, to the point where I would even say her ignoring it and refusing to prosecute on a hate crime would be cause for her to be sued by the white people of North Carolina for for literally not. And she said in her own uh, acceptance of the position speech or whatever that hate crimes and bias crimes were things she wanted to focus on. Now, what that really means, we understand that's not literal. What that means is I want to persecute white people. My job here is I'm a loyal. She's a loyal bureaucrat, a loyal soldier in the war on whites. And she's going to use her position to further that thing. To further the war on white people. So she has no intention of even looking at this case. Uh, she has zero intentions of even looking at it. Mm-hmm. But there will be pressure applied to her. Believe me. Believe me. And when I say that. You know, the, people want people are always going to take anything we say in the worst possible way. What I'm talking about, it is entirely legal for American citizens to pressure their public officials to carry out the law. It is entirely legal to picket them, to protest them, to make demands, Absolutely. to send them letters. All of this is legal. This idea, like there was a thing where some um, legislatures in Maine had received in the mail a flyer. Uh, ten legislators in Maine, state legislators, received in the mail a flyer that was put out by some uh, recognizing anti-whiteness Twitter account. I can't remember exactly what it is. Anyway, they put out a PDF. The Twitter account put out this PDF. It was like recognizing anti-whiteness, four signs of it, whatever, right? Uh-huh. And somebody printed it out and they mailed it to legislatures in their state. Presumably somebody in Maine did that. And the legislators, when they got it, and there was nothing in it saying kill niggers or hang Jews or anything like that. It was simply like, here are, the, here are some warning signs for anti-white bias and anti-white hate. And they went through some of the – it was actually a very reasonable flyer, right? The, the, legis- the, the main state legislators like called the police, and they wanted to start investigating like who sent these. And it's like, what are you talking about? American citizens Somebody sent, sent a letter to their representative saying, I'm concerned about bias against whites. Mm-hmm. Here are some warning signs you should be aware of. And instead of doing their duty as representatives of the people and taking this into account, what they've done is they've turned around and they said, oh, you're harassing. This is some kind of illegal harassment of a public official. Are you fucking kidding me? OK, so then the entire system is just anti-white. So the system is illegitimate. It's illegitimate. Mm-hmm. It's fucking illegitimate. Ron DeSantis in Florida is now having the Florida legislature pass a law that says you can't look into where he travels and who is paying for his travel <laughs> because doing it well, no, seriously. and the reason know. we already know but this is interesting right their reasoning is and this is just further little, dissent of this late, country DeSantis, it's a little late now well the thing is because because and one of the funny things is is that but here's here's the, the crux of my point here is that their excuse is that this information could give a terrorist the kind of information they would need to like attack the governor's jet or something like that. That his flight logs, knowing where he went. And they say we can't even release past flight logs. We can't even release past travel because that would allow a terrorist to discern a pattern. Get this. It would allow a terrorist to discern a pattern of movement where they could then predict where he would be and then do a terror attack. 
This is the excuse that they're making. In reality, it's just rich Jews are, are paying to this guy to shuttle this guy all over the world to meet with them and get instructions on how he's supposed to run Florida. Yes. And you're just and not they, supposed to know that. Well, yeah, they're flying him around. They don't want their investment to get destroyed by mm-hmm. an angry Arab or something. I don't even think it's that. I think they just don't want it to be public that they're the one that he's just getting he's just getting shuttled everywhere by rich Jews who are just telling him what to do. I don't even think they're actually worried about the terrorism angle. But the fact that this state is using this country is using this excuse. Well, yeah, sure. They got, they got to have some self awareness because they had him like yeah. oh, yeah, shit in Tel Aviv, right? Which is actually increasingly going to be a bad look. Now, when you do that, when you do that, what you tell me is you only care how you appear to Jews. Right. Like his obviously Jews have a ton of flor- uh, power in Florida. Ron DeSantis is their puppet. And so he's just showing off for them. He's just saying I mean, hey, Jews, powerful Jews in Florida, even though there's still a tiny minority, even in Florida. I mean, they control everything, but there's still a tiny minority. But the point is that if our government is out here saying you can't know anything about the actions of public officials and you can't know it because of, a, of some kind of security threat. It's like, okay, so now we're just a third world dictatorship. We are what you always say you're against. Like, we are literally a fucking banana republic. It is, it is simply no, an illegitimate it's state. Worse. It's worse than that. It's yeah, a republic it, it is an run illegitimate. By yes. Run by Jews. It's a matzah to extent, republic. To the extent that he's in Israel <laughs> signing legislation that right. applies to Florida while he's yeah. in Israel. Yeah, he goes to a foreign country to sign a bill that is attacking the rights of his own citizens in Florida. It would be like Trump it's outrageous. Going, going to Russia and signing a bill banning harassment of Russians. In I would actually support that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but yeah, I mean, that's the thing. You, right. you know what, what would go through everybody's brain the, the second they saw that. Be like, well, well, that shows you the, the depth of... That shows you the depth of brainwashing, not just about, like, about Jews as a, as a group. That, like, there's nothing that Jews can do that's illegitimate. And because they know that all you have to do is oh, put rem- any other group in. Sorry. Go ahead. This reminds me. So I was commenting on that article on Yahoo. And, of course, the really fun, obvious thing you could do is be like, what next? Is he going to sign a bill banning Palestinians from Florida? Of course, that goes over pretty good. But on Yahoo comments, this is kind of funny. They censor Zionist. Hmm. They do not censor Jew. You can get away with putting Jew in there. But if you put Zionist, it gets censored. Because that, there's not really any good connotation for the word Zionist. It's, that's wild. Because <laughs> Jew could theoretically go either way. Right. Like, okay. But Zionist is always negative. Yeah, right? yeah, that's pretty much always criticism. You're right. That, no one's is, ever... No one's ever... Much. No one's ever, like, celebrating when they're calling you a Zionist. Like, right. There are still Jews, like, Jonathan Greenblatt goes out there the other day and he says, I'm a proud Zionist. Yeah, I love yeah, yeah. Israel. And it's like, yeah, you see, that doesn't yeah. really hit, though, with anybody. Yeah, the least popular Jew on planet Earth is yeah. right, yeah. Zionist. Okay, good job. Right, that's what, I mean. that's what I mean. It's like, that shit doesn't hit. Like, it only hits, like, the room that he's in, the people, the, the Jews in that room applauding him are the only people for whom that is, like, Everyone else is right. like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. Zionist you know? is pejorative. Like, yeah. Mm. It's always in a negative context. He did, re- yeah, he, did, he did reiterate in that speech that like being, that anti-Zionism is anti-Semitism. Yep. So basically, yep. criticism and of the state. I, I mean, so they one tell thing you I agree day. with him on. I, oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm not He's complaining. Right I'm just like, well, they put that right out there. And it, it basically, it tells everybody it's, it's fair to be anti-Semitic. Because if you have any criticism of the state of Israel or what it's up... Hey, everybody. Jordan Peterson here. I wrote a book about 12 rules for how to live your life. 
And I have a 13th rule for you. Subscribe to TRS. Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall and pick the payment option that best suits your needs. Two. You're an 97th. Okay, then. And, and that is the reason... See, see, this is the tug of war over this issue, is the reason that leftist Jews um, lead groups that are critical of Israel is because they want them to continue was, to make oh, man. in their brains this distinction where anti-Zionism isn't anti-Semitism. You can criticize the government of Israel without criticizing the Jewish people. And they do that because they know that for the people who are doing the criticizing, they are so outraged by what Israel is doing, they're going to say these things anyway. They don't feel shamed by by saying it. So they're going to break this, whatever this taboo is. These are people who would actually say, okay, if anti-Zionism is anti-Semitism, fuck it, I'm an anti-Semite. These are the kinds of people they are corralling, right? But Jonathan Greenblatt, what he's doing is he's taking the paradigm from the other perspective where he's saying, look, anti-Semitism is such a taboo. We want to use that and associate that with anti-Zionism, which isn't taboo. So we make it as taboo as anti-Semitism. So Israel doesn't receive criticism. So he's playing the same game from the other side. But the fact is, objectively, the state of Israel is the project of the Jewish people. So if you criticize it, you are inherently criticizing Jews as a people. This is this fundamentally. Is, this is how, all there is to it. This is how just out there and confident he is in his bullshit. Like he, Greenblatt was also complaining about the New York Times. He was he was accusing the New York Times, yeah. the like fucking masthead, fucking exa- like the prime example of Jewish run media for Jews running running the country. He's complaining mm-hmm. that they because they did a piece on malfeasance uh, malfeasance in Hasidic schools in New York. So basically, there's a scandal yeah. with these private Hasidic mm-hmm. schools. Are all wow a yeah. scandal? And the New York Times dared to complain about it. Mm-hmm. Dared dared yeah. to put out there to the public that they're like they're flush with public money and they're wasting and it's basically corrupt. And he's calling this is anti this is anti Semitic. He says uh, right. our Orthodox brothers and sisters are constantly under threat. It's uh. It is one that needs solidarity and support from everyone, Jewish and non-Jewish alike. So to see this community singled out by elitist institutions like the New York Times, arguably arguably the most important paper in the world, depicting them as clannish and using power to manipulate events represents an anti-Semitic attack on their community. Basically, there's, I mean, these schools, I guess, are stealing public money somehow, They're, yeah. which is what they do. They're funneling in public taxpayer money. And uh, I mean, I, I'm sure, like, I, I skimmed one of the New York Times pieces on it. It was still sort of, like, sympathetic to these, like, these poor Jewish students caught in this. Of course, yeah. you know it's like, but there he is. Like this is this is anti-Semitism to talk yeah, about. This he, issue. He's he's basically, you know, he's got a certain idea because again, it's there's all it's like basically this very nuanced internal Jewish conversation because mm-hmm. he understands when he's talking he's talking to the New York Times as Jews, he's appealing to them as a Jew to other Jews like don't 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 let's not have this pub, let's not air our dirty laundry like this. What are you mm-hmm. doing? What's wrong with you? You know that's essentially what he's saying. And as was noted in that speech, he notably did not put into it very much any criticism of Donald Trump or January 6th or MAGA or white supremacy. He focused exclusively on the left. Now, my theory on that was because he feels like uh, they kind of got the job done. They got Tucker out at Fox News like this is mission accomplished. Mm -hmm. So he's going to take the foot off the gas on that briefly and focus back on left-wing anti-Semitism, which has been something that has always been a, a cause of the ADL. In fact, when I was much younger, an anti-war protester, uh, many of the people who were anti-Iraq war also were adjacent to the Palestinian stuff, and they actually hated the ADL. 
because mm-hmm. the ADL was one of the biggest impediments to what they were doing. So I've always fucking hated the ADL. I've hated the ADL. You want to know when I first started hating the ADL? It was a long time ago. Do you remember when that issue of Wolverine came out where they uh, they put the word kike in there? Oh, yeah, they like the misprint or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they put the word kike in there. And because um, I was a nerd that had the, the comic book store reserve my issues for me. About that. Oh, yeah. yeah no, th- there was a, there was a thing where somebody accuses Sabretooth of being a kike. And that's why I always said that Wolverine is Jewish, because Sabretooth is either his brother or father, depending on the universe, right? <laughs> depending on the timeline. Um, but in any case, um, yeah, there was a, they claim it was a misprint. It probably was, because when they first started using computer computers to do the lettering in comics, they weren't having people do it by hand. So it could have very well been just an error. But um, the comic book store... Oh. that I got that from. I got the issue. I think with I might misprint. have it. I'm not mm. sure. I think I have the issue with the misprint. I have to go back and look. I've never really gone back and looked. That's pretty cool, dude. But they were trying to... They they re-released it. Oh, this is and cool. the... Um, kike known as Sabretooth. Yeah, the Kike known as Sabretooth, right? right. So, so here. So I, this was a comic book store. <laughs> I, I, and, and what they were doing was they had this program where the ADL would had sponsored them printing the reprint without the word kike and was trying to buy back the issues with it now at the time is marvel comics not like completely like completely jewish company it's like it's always no, been totally always has been company. even even that uh that perlmutter ike perlmutter from disney who bought up troubled uh, troubled assets? He's a fucking Israeli commando, and the troubled yeah. asset he bought up was Marvel Comics in the nineties. Yeah. And, <laughs> and Avi Arad is an Israeli as well. The guy who started the Marvel film, the guy who started getting Marvel films made in the two thousands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll read to you what I actually have here. Well, this is pretty annoying. You don't want to hear my voice. You want to hear uh, Mike finish his thought, huh? But uh, you can't because you don't have a subscription. You should go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall. Bag it. Recalledcomics.com. That's funny. It was a mistake. Uh, I opted. Oh, of course to... it was a mistake. Yeah, but just list this. I opted not to script the third issue, which was Wolverine 131. The editor then hired writer Brian Vaughn to script the story at the last minute. But where Brian had written the assassin known as Sabretooth, the editor replaced assassin with Killer, crossing assassin out on the script, writing Killer in the margin. It was then faxed. The words were cut off and garbled, and they came through. So, yeah, they're they're dealing with like a scribbled thing on on a manuscript. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. funny, right? And maybe there was a prankster somewhere involved. Anyway, the point is that uh, this issue doesn't mean was, if you look at it, it was like it, it was recalled. Think about this: it was recalled. Honestly, like they wanted you to turn your issue in. <laughs> for a replacement that doesn't if have the it, of all the issues i will never return that one because i just yeah that's a keeper even, i'm sorry yeah, i wonder if that no, that's like, gonna if be you can get like a pre if you if that's like higher value that's on the be, market that's it's be probably not because ever. it should be it's probably not because i'll bet you a lot of fucking faggots turned their issues in and got the trade-in issue and i remember mm. then at this comic book store they had the reprint without it and it was like all proceeds go to the adl I remember this specifically at the comic book store, and I was like, I like specifically didn't buy it because I might have already hated the ADL because I remember seeing it and asking the guy about it, and he talked about it, and I was like, oh, 
Yeah. All right. And then I just didn't. He kind of looked a little like I might be inventing this all in my mind, but I recall him being a little bit surprised that I didn't then take the issue. <laughs> yeah, like I didn't. I didn't like pull it off. I think I might have. I might be making that up too. I think I might have it. I should go check, but I might have to dig through God knows how many piles to see if I if I have that. Were you reading that it issue. that late in 1998? It says I thought it was an older thing than that. Yeah, you're. You know what? No, probably not. But yeah. I do remember. I still would occasionally browse. So see, here's the thing. Here's the story I made up my head. I would occasionally browse comic book stores. Mm-hmm. I definitely remember. This is not made up. That I was in the store and they had the reprinted issue and there was a special display and it had like the ADL on it and they were like all proceeds go to the ADL. That oh is one hundred percent true. And I didn't pick the issue. It's up, just but funny I don't that it's I just funny yeah, that by one thirty eight. That's way too late. It's funny I that they'll sh- been buying. Yeah. It's funny that they'll shake down their own. Fucking people over shit like this, you know. They shake down Marvel to yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah Marvel. Yeah. And think, picture it's 1998. Marvel's going through bankruptcy. This is probably when Ike Perlmutter, Perlmutter sw- uh, swooped in and bought it out of bankruptcy. I'm not sure mm-hmm. about that, but I mean that's what's in that story that Alex just linked. That like they were going through a bankruptcy, and here comes the ADL, an obvious misprint by a bunch of fucking Jews that are running issues of the four color Jew. They're like, oh no no no. You're going to have to do an expensive recall. You have to try to get all these things out of fucking existence. And when you sell the replacement, recall send all all the profits from your sales to to donate them to ADL because Stan Lee and company might might be might be anti-Semites. They have to and they have to make they have to make up for what they've done. What a fucking. No, I think I think the issue wasn't even that Marvel was anti-Semitic. The issue is Marvel was helping the ADL. There might have even been some money changing hands that they were helping them with the public statement that this is unacceptable and you know what I mean? That they were, they were all, they were kind of like working together on that. Yeah. But you could just like say that you don't have to give the, your, your, your bankrupt comic company shouldn't have to monetarily support (laughs) this fucking gigantic, like talk about like a, 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 an institution with like infinite resources, the anti defamation league. What's amazing is that like they recalled it. Like it's a comic book. Yeah, like it's not like it's not like if there's found to be an issue with like a a, ca- a part on your car and you need to take it back to the dealer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you could get into it's like it's a it's a what is it working wrong? Is it is it faulty? And Jews are like, well, actually, yes, because this is meant to be propaganda to brainwash the goyim, <laughs> and this one is actually operating f- wrong. It doesn't operate correctly because it says kike. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So I'm assuming it's like the recall was mainly like the, like the distributors. They they were basically having the distributors well, send like, it back. But it's like we've invested a lot of time and creativity in doing these really weird, like subversive, like otherizations, marginalized peoples, like narratives yeah, in yeah, these comic yeah. books. We can't have that all undone with one misprinted right. word. Right. With, with one word, kike. Yeah. You know, because like the teenagers that are reading this, the preteens and the teenagers, like they'll they're just pointing, think that's funny. Pointing at that word and giggling, like the entire project yeah. has been undone about you know the X Men hiding in the right, shadows right. And, and and having to go into crypsis and not be right. found out because you know the world might decide to do another holocaust against them and then you have the their 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 main villain is like a, a holocaust survivor who almost was holocausted once and doesn't ever want to get holocausted again just because he's a mutant you know this has all been undone but that would have been fun it's like the known the known kike magneto that would have been good that would have been dangerous yeah. the known well, kike magneto, magneto is a kike, right? i know but if, it, if they had so misprinted fun. that they called him a kike the ceremony was interrupted by one of our closest foes the kike known as <laughs> <laughs> the kike known as Magneto. God, I wish I had that issue. I hope I have it. it I, funny. I doubt it. I'm sure I don't have Wolverine 130, what, 131? Yeah. I don't, I'm not going to have anything. 
I, I stopped probably well, not even that far after issue 50, I think. <laughs> I don't even have issue 50. You have it, but I don't even have it. I have 50, yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't have that one because I do not have that trifold the, cover the, with the fucking the claw marks through the, uh, the, claw, through the cut it, out yeah. through the, the manila one. folder. So wow, I was going. I was out even earlier than that. <clears throat> that was good. Crazy. Shit. I think I. I think I. I read almost through. <laughs> I, I also stopped I buying Wolverine 60, when John Buscema stopped being the artist because I didn't like the fucking artist that came after him. It was shit, but yeah. <laughs> was it like Alan Silvestri? He drew X Men. Mark Silvestri drew. Mark X-Men. Silvestri. Well, I think he was. Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't remember who yeah, was drawing Wolverine. John Buscema drew Wolverine. Maybe it's Buscema. Yeah, I guess. When, well, Frank Miller did the miniseries, and then when they did the regular series, um, the ongoing series, John Buscema drew it. And when they got a different penciler, I, I stopped buying it because I didn't. I, I didn't like the art. John Buscema was one of the best artists, and I didn't like the art afterwards. So fuck it. And this mm. art in this issue looks like utter trash. Well, yeah, because that's like really, I'm looking. I'm looking at it. That's like, years later. Garbage. I don't even know who that is at that point. Yeah, it's just no. It's, it's this is when the art became complete trash. It was utter garbage. Yeah, and it's really today. It's even worse. It's so fucking bad. <clears throat> anyway, best comic artist ever was a beaner. I hate to say it. Which guy? George was that? Perez. George <laughs> Perez, best artist ever. But yeah, yeah, doesn't matter. It's it's uh, all cheesy stuff. But yeah. Comic Speaking shit. of beaners, they finally got that beaner. Oh, the shooter? Yeah, yep. they, they got him. And you know what? I was actually correct because I was saying them refusing to put this dude's face out there is probably hurting their investigation. And as it turned out, it was. Of course it was. Somebody who dined them out. They saw him and they called police. So And they got him. And he was hiding in like a laundromat or something like that from what I heard. Or a laundry I, saw, room. I saw him on obscure right-wing <laughs> Twitter accounts. <laughs> right, right. And apparently they put some actually innocent guy's mugshot out there. And they had to recall it. Oh. Because they think they all look alike. Because the, well, it's just because the FBI is a mess. What's harder to recall, because a comic book or a mugshot? Is a mess. I think it's, I, I mean, here's my thing. To us, yes, beaners probably look remarkably similar, but I think they can tell the difference just like anybody. Like, whenever I hear, like, black people say all. Wait, what? Mike was going to say what? Did we all miss that? Is that because this is the free fag edition? Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall for your subscription today. White people look alike. I'm like, are you crazy? White people are actually of all the races the most differentiated, uh, which I still think is objectively true, but maybe not. Like, you know, because white people are frankly the only people for whom description, hair color, and eye color even fucking matter. And to some extent, skin color. <laughs> right? Because white people can have a remarkable different different variation in skin tones. Um, it's like... But hair color and eye color, frankly, are only relevant when you're talking about white people. Right? It is not a relevant description for a black person or a beaner. No, because brown hair, brown eyes. That's it. Done. You know, it is possible to prosecute someone for committing a hate crime against a white person. This has happened. Yeah, it's happened. There's actually, uh, I believe, a case right now where they're charging a black person with a hate crime against whites. Yeah, it is possible to do it. There was a case, though, I've always wanted to know more about this. It was in Hawaii, and it was some native Hawaiians attacked a white guy, and they were using some sort of, like, local slur for white. But the guy's name is Christopher Kunzelman, spelled with one N, 
And what he was trying to do is essentially like buy up property and renovate it in parts of like this rural primitive part of Hawaii. See, the only thing that makes me think that guy's not a Jew is, uh, I mean, first of all, I think he is a Jew, but the name Christopher (laughs) is a little bit odd because Jews don't usually like names with Chris Christ in it. It's just not normal for them to have it. It's not unheard of though. It's not a rule because I have seen Jews named Christopher before. It's unusual, but it's not unheard of. But Kunzelman, I'll tell you what. When we were, when I was still getting, um, when I was still getting uh, calls from journalists and, and journalists wanting my input and stuff on stories, there's an AP reporter named Mort Kunzelman who Mort was Kunzelman. Con- who was actually calling me. He got my contact somehow. These people have resources. They find my number. I'm assuming El Reeve or somebody shared it or something like that. And he was just calling me when we were back when we were, you know, in the 2017 alt right days when we were doing mm-hmm, protests mm-hmm. back then. He would call me and try and get like inside scoops. And I would like troll him, but I got, I'll give him credit on one thing. He was a super pro tier reporter. He was untrollable. He's like, Mike, are you going to give me a quote or not? And I'll be like, I'll be like, well, let me ask you a question. Like, no, no, I'm not. No, are you going to give me a quote? I'll be like, no. Well, I just want to ask you one thing. And be like, click. He wasn't interested in in any. You know, hmm. I got. I, I'll give him some credit on that. He wasn't going to get roped in. I wasn't able to rope him in on anything. But yeah, because he was just like, I, look, I'm on a deadline. I got three stories out today. I have three anti-white hit pieces I'm working on. I yeah. can't be bothered. If you're not going to give me something I can use, buy. Um, which shows a remarkable discipline that like people like Hayden never had. Like I would always be able to string them along forever. But um, but anyway, yeah. So and I and he was absolutely Jewish. So I think it was Mort or was it Mike? I think it was Mike. Mike. Kunzel. I think it was Mike because I was able to find a Michael. Kunzel yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's him. That's and the guy. Mort's, that's the guy. Yep. Mort's funnier. That's the one. And he's Jewish. So Kunzelman, yeah, that's a dude, that's a Jew name. Oh okay? God. Well, it was a Jew name, and then it was a Jew activity that was going. on. Yeah, it's on. also a Jew behavior, which is like it's buying like up a bunch of investing in real estate, house, and I'm fixing it up to raise the property values in the I area. I saw that. That's, that's why they were mad. weren't these big, weren't these big fucking Polynesians like actually on camera using any white slurs and beating him, or were there just yes. photo, there was no, security they, they, camera footage? I believe I remember watching that a little while ago, and I remember See, wondering if they the had same thing. Just been using Jewish? a different slur. I'd be on board with it if they had a misprint from if they had a misprinted Wolverine slur they were using. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, this is definitely somebody. This is, uh, this is a new. This is a new uh, euphemism. Oh, that guy looks like he got a pre-recall edition of Wolverine One Thirty One. There, you know, otherwise no other explanation for that behavior. <laughs> no, it, <laughs> those Hawa- those big we fat Hawaiian to, guys must send, be anti. They must be uh, anti-Zionists. If criticism, to, like, send crates of Wolverine Number One Thirty One to Palestine. <laughs> just like, just send like volumes of them over. They, actually, that's one of the problems. That the, the recall, the, say, the, yeah. the the issue was shipped to Palestine, and they never managed to recall it from there. But, yeah. I, almost, I almost want to just like contact this guy and be like, "Hey, are you a Jew?" Question. <laughs> one question. Are you a Jew? You know what? Like hey, that's actually. One more I thing. started doing. I wasn't doing that back in the day. Just one more thing. I started doing that with um. <laughs> With what's his name, Savodnik, right? I started doing that with Peter Savodnik, where I was like, "You're Jewish, right?" And and he and then that is always Oof. a fun time because like, what does it have to do with anything? I'm like, well, what it has to do with is that I have a theory that when I see journalists trying to ruin white people's lives for racial reasons, I I think that they're Jewish. I just want to test if that's correct or if I'm wrong, because I hate to be prejudiced, mm. right? I hate to have a bias. I want to. I want to see if, if my 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 social heuristics are are on point here. Am I uh, am I accurate? Oh, look at that! You are Jewish, huh? So it looks like I can use my racial theory to make predictions about real life. Hmm. Interesting. Listen. The st- well, the story here is about you being a racially motivated violent extremist. 
We're just we're looking right. To my view is that. that people that write stories like that are Jewish. It checks out. <laughs> it checks out pretty well. Although you don't have to be Jewish. <laughs> yeah. Anybody anybody can learn no. to use this technique. It's not difficult. There is a preponderance, though. They're not all Jewish. They do have butt goods. Preponderingly, but arms. inevitably, you know, there's a relationship to Jews too. Like El Reeve was had had divorced her uh, her military husband. Oh, I forgot to we induced... forgot to talk about that. So vice is going under. I, I yeah, thank God. I mean, the cause of that is obviously that I opened the vaults and put that interview back up. It was humiliation. <laughs> I mean, we know what that that day that you she you... had like <laughs> left Vice long ago for CNN, but yeah. Still, she's it's such an embarrassment. Like, I don't know. Is she a... still working? What is she doing? I don't actually. I don't know. She married some Jew after she threw her white husband under the bus. Got him to right. say a bunch of stuff about the military committing war crimes in Iraq, uh, and he went into the brig. And then she she split up with him and married a Jew. Yeah. She's a true piece of shit. She's a true piece of complete garbage. Total fucking shit. She's a real catch too. Yeah. Real looker. She's she, she's also a deep one. What does that mean? I mean, oh I yeah, oh like in the mouth face. Yeah, she's a, a fish yeah. person. She's got she's got like ichthyosis or whatever. Yeah, yeah, no, she's, she's got fish face. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> uh, so about Vice though, uh, Porcelain has a pretty good documentary on Gavin McGinnis and Vice. I didn't really know that that history there, where Gavin McGinnis is basically just a tryhard, is trying to create like his own little underground hardcore magazine, man. Was he That's, like one of the cre- original creators of it, or was he just yes. on board as uh, a, as a correspondent was, or something? Like he that? Would, no, he was one of the originals. It was him and some nigger was involved. Fag. Yeah, dude, Gavin is so fucking gay. I, I, the guys, that's good news. The vice is going on. It took long. Dude, I gotta be honest. Something about Gavin McGinnis has always slightly disgusted me. Like he see, it's not even just like, and I gotta be. This may be unfair, but it's not even just like what he says and what he does. It's like his physical presence kind of unnerves me. Like I've met him a couple of times, and I'm. It's like. Yeah, this guy's slimy and gross. Like something is off. Who's next? This guy looks like somebody bikes. that maybe puts things up his butt. Oh, oh, I think oh, he does. I think we have video evidence of that, but we're not going to watch it. Yeah, no, I've never actually watched it. I've seen stills from it Ugh. many times. I've never actually watched the whole video though. Yeah, Libtard's owned. Well, there's a bunch of stuff on their collapse here. Yeah, I think that man. Yeah, there's all kinds down. of financial yeah. stuff. I mean, Jews propped it up. Here's the thing. Jews like propped that up. Like th- th- they were saying, people were saying, like, how was this company ever valued at five point seven billion? And I'm like, the reason is because this is pretty annoying, huh? All this can go away. You bought a paywall. Writestuff.biz/slash/paywall. You can use crypto, e-checks, mail in a money order, or even use your credit card on Sven's Odyssey channel. The link will be below in the show notes. That's the right stuff dot biz slash paywall. Jews saw it as a vehicle for attacking white people and dump money into it, even though it was never going to make money. It was never going to be profitable. That and the reason it's going broke is because it didn't really work. Like Vice wasn't actually getting the job done. And so they simply have been pulling their money now and and since nobody there's no real market for it they can't sustain itself so there you go it's simply something that jews are like we're also just, it's like they, they we're t- gonna peacefully sunset this because also it's they, not doing its job and yeah i mean they, they took the company away from its original founder and he had hearing say what you want about him he did have a different vision than just straight up like trans propaganda like remember they vice did the uh, travel guide to um is it nigeria no 
Which country was that? That they uh Yeah, it was the travel one guy. of those. Yeah, but it was, it was just like was like, like that was like an accidental race realism that was done there. Uh that was just it was ridiculous. And it's not the message you want out there about Africans and blacks. You know, there was just too mm. much truth. So I mean you get so you get that I don't remember when that was made. I don't know if if McGinnis was still part on the was still you know, in an ownership position there or what, but they got it away from him and they never produced anything like that ever again. They were straight up just like, we're hunting down Nazis. We're doing trans visibility and we're helping blacks. Like, yeah. they, they turned it into like a horrible, like pretend edgy shit live as if there was something rebellious about just being like right down the line as liberal as you can be. And now it's just out of business. So it's like, in a way, it's like mission accomplished. Like, what do you need? What do you need vice for? Like, um, the, you need something like Vice in the in the previous age of media, in the previous age of, of how of how the left was. You know, there was an idea that like if you you couldn't be you couldn't really be a leftist, you couldn't really be down for the struggle if you're watching a corporate media outlet like MSNBC right, or CBS. Right, but now right, right. now that's yeah, all yeah. totally fine. All that's like you know, they, they love pharmaceutical companies now. That's they the love the medical thing, yeah, they love the, big business yeah. now. They love all these corporate all these corporate interests that post the black square in, in May of twenty twenty. Uh, they're all doing the uh, the butthole rainbow flag with the brown smear on it and the pink and the blue. So it's like, well, you don't need like you don't need something pretending to be this alternative rebellious underground outlet that's you know being still being because that, that since that point, is this, that's also going to be supported by the Jews. They can just be like, yeah, you know, we're just going to sunset this. We don't need this anymore. It's just not necessary. And and at some point it became just like but uh, the great example is like she's like, like Reeve like you're right she's not with them she's just with CNN yeah, no, she, she's she just left doing CNN like, she's doing so, her yeah. weird like off-putting like ugly face and dumb questions on on the big network and that's fine and, and of course the thing with that is that she she has her her Jewish husband that I'm sure yeah. that that had something to do with her getting sure. that promotion to CNN but additionally like you know Vice was doing as recently as a couple years ago when I would look at it it wasn't even really doing all that relevant stuff it would be it would be doing like Oh, here's this uh, burlesque dominatrix in New York who offers like yeah. weed edibles when she comes to her house to pee to your house to pee on you. Yeah. Isn't this an interesting individual story that's relevant to your interest? And so they would be doing like personality profiles of like weird people like sex workers in New York. And there's some chick who brings you weed edibles and then pisses on you. And like you're supposed to be really interested in this and it's just like this is not this just isn't hitting right you know it's just it's like you know and of course this is somebody whose rights you need to advocate for and blah 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 dude there was that expose on the anarchist gun shop in upstate new york where Mm -hmm. like it's run by like a tranny they're all jews but one is like a tranny one is like a sex worker it's just like it's a fucking mess dude it's a mess oh my god look what look what vice posted four hours ago beleaguered russia to show troops videos of nato tanks exploding to boost morale yeah like my thing is like any person with sense any person with sense even if you side with nato america and jews against russia even if you do you should understand that you're looking at a conflict between two major powers. Both of those powers are going to put out propaganda regarding this conflict. So you should frankly take a critical eye to all of it. But these people are incapable of taking a critical eye to the pronouncements of the Ukrainian government, the pronouncements of the Ukrainian government through the Pentagon or the Pentagon's announcements 
or just the U.S. media's announcements. People who understood years ago that CNN was fucking lying to you about WMD in Iraq, that that was obvious bullshit. There you go. Seem to not be able to grasp that maybe John Kirby, spokesperson who's been shuffled around to various offices, and now he's apparently a spokesperson for the National Security Office. Um. Okay. Yeah. That is that. Yeah, we got Gunther. Okay, Vice.com. Help, help. Let me read it to the audio only. All right, you have to let me read it to the audio only audience. Gunther is pointing at an article on Vice.com that is the headline is "Help." I'm obsessed with this vibrating dildo bouncy ball, and there's a picture of said ball. Apparently, it's available. This is from this is the uh, rec room shopping by Vice. So this is like a shopping guide. Yeah, vibrating dildo bouncy ball. That story that I, I mentioned, like, I, I'm not making that up. Like, right. I literally saw such a story on Vice at Good. one point. I don't know if I could dig it up now, but yeah. Probably if you search, like, sex worker on Vice, you're going to get, like, a lot of material. Because they do, like, oh, there you go. See, there you here go. we go. <laughs> yeah, they love to uh, profile, like, the fetish community in New York in New York City. Oh, and the, yeah. author, the author bought one, and she's unboxing it. Okay. And she's just Fantastic. not, and she's just going to use it constantly, right? I guess so. That was tricky. Yeah. You're going to need two AA batteries for the remote, which isn't a drawback, but something I was... <sighs> okay. I mean, we don't need to go further. What a shame advice is going under, man. Yeah. I, say. I mean, this is some hard-hitting... I'm going to miss this kind of content. Wasn't wasn't Vice the... Uh, I remember... Um, oh, what the hell stupid fake name did he go by? Hateful Heretic? Wasn't wasn't there, like, an article that he shared? It was, was like, Vice's Guide to, like, Eating Ass? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I think that might have been in Teen Vogue. Oh, was, I thought it was. All right. I thought it was. Well, nice. I know Teen Vogue did a guide to safe anal Wait a sex minute. or something Wait, like that. that no, no, it wasn't anal sex. It was like eating as like it was, they were talking yeah, about yeah, like no, the nerve, the nerve connections between what? that area and like your sexual organ. Like it was just like and they, they had like the anatomical like, you know, you know, like the uh, like the models of your anatomy with different colored fucking organs and shit and like the muscle tissue and the tendon is like they like they're like going over like the butthole area. Like this is what happens when your ass gets eaten. I was like, speaking of wow. Wait a second. So cut off my Alex, question though, is, what, what is what is the existential purpose of Vice magazine when Teen Vogue is willing to do the same content? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well well that's how, the point. Teen Vogue is I don't even that might be how do you become an edgy magazine in a world that is this decadent and degenerate? What can you can't you put be. out? You there? have to be a Nazi. That's the only way to be edgy. Sorry, yeah. it's oh. also like just correct, but it's the only way to be edgy. Speaking of eating ass, I just want to show just just <laughs> as we go as we take our break, hmm. let's just show the an image. We need to have Gunther. We need to have Gunther pointing here too. This is just just a picture as well okay. as be enough for the audience. Maybe some people saw this. I was posting it around yesterday. Okay, people might be enjoying this. Come this on, good. Alex oh yes, yes. Hey, it's your worst possible nightmare. It's the sound of Borzoi interrupting whatever wonderful talking point Mike is making right now, interrupting your own train of thought. And you're in this position listening to me right now, well, because you're listening to the free version of this show. You're not even getting all the content, and now you have to listen to me. Is this what you want? Is it really? This is the, You want to hear this? You want to hear me? That just can't possibly be what you want. So if you want to rectify that issue, go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall. You can make one-time donations and get three months, six months, even a year. So why are you doing this to yourself? This has to be especially troubling because I'm not even going to check the audio on how this sounds. So 
You could also be listening to just terrible audio right now. So why not just stop doing this to yourself and get behind the paywall at the rightstuff.biz slash paywall. See, I, 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 I was having trouble decoding what the headline meant here, but you know, have Gunther can point to this. This new Israeli dance performance is an anti-fascist warning. Warning. And it's there it's literally like four dudes like doing the human centipede in in dance form. They're with another dude doing just, something else. Yeah. Anyway, it speaks for itself. I just wanted Alex right. to sort of How react. is this an anti fascist warning? Like I'm warning you this is the, the, the this is what will happen to your culture if it's, you don't become fascist. It's like I'm warning you, you fascists, like you're going to die of, of bias confirmation if you read this. <laughs> if you look at this, please try not to die of it. You're going to go to confirmation yeah, bias heaven. Bias. You're just going to be. You're going to. Your yeah, the bot the Batsheva dance company's Momo makes it clear that choreographer Ohad Nahari. more like Homo, you know. Yeah, right. I mean? You know, Sorry. his faith in the public's ability to act has been replaced by despair. At first, I read that as like he couldn't find any actors to be in his dumb thing. He's like, oh, he's like, he's despairing that the public can't act. But I now I I misunderstood. He meant like well, there's a lot of people in the public that don't want to act like this. Maybe in Israel, I don't know. It's probably easy to find people. Well, the actions people might want to take uh, towards something like this, like yeah, like they. Oh my God, that has been kind of been replaced by despair because you know, you if you can't, uh, never mind. There's like I was was Ulster Scott reacting as usual to things. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Scroll up though. There's other images uh, on this that I think are relevant to people. Okay, so okay, we have a man, oh, have a man in a tutu. Here. There you go. It's good. We have a man in a tutu. There's something about this that is that is fundamentally perverse, and it's taking ballet, which understandably, and there's another one. If you keep going, there's another one here. So it looks like there's a dude just like giving full grundle. Okay. Now here, full here's grundle. the thing. There's something about this performance. It's fundamentally Jewish. It's fundamentally grubby. It's shabby. It's ugly, and it's taking ballet, which is typically something you know. And obviously, ballet dancers are all very fit. They're in good shape. You have oh, to be in good shape okay. to do that. I didn't realize. But it that. takes the sort of the. It's it's something like that. Right? Well, it's like ba- it's, ballet. I mean, sure like, these are trained ballet dancers. Ballet, right? the beautiful like the beautiful like Russian uh, European. Right. Art form. Well, this is what, here's what a bunch of Israelis do with it. Yeah, this is what Jews are doing too. They're taking they're taking a fundamentally European art form, a thing that is actually it is somewhat about the beauty of the human body and and people that can do these crazy jumps and splits and and these positions they can put themselves in, and and you will have people who are pretty ideal forms, male and female, dancing, and there's no shame in any of that. But they take it and they make it shabby, ugly, gross, un- based, underhanded. You know what I mean? It's it's just ugliness. It's ugliness. And they even take traditional, like they have a women, they have a dude in a woman's ballet outfit. Yeah, sure. Why not? Now you have a woman in that outfit because that is how a woman is supposed to look as she does the pirouettes and the dances and stuff, right? And then they just have these dudes. They're just, it's just, it's just ugliness. What is you know the what I mean? face this dude is making? It's just the Jew, Jewishness. It's, it's <sighs> Judaism face. But then they. Uh, I mean, okay, look so, at this. I mean, these people aren't yeah. human. That's like it's like the it's like the it's like in tar, um, uh, Total Recall where like Arnold's like old lady mask starts like burr, 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 like that's what's happening yeah, that's to him right very, now. I mean, he, I'm assuming that's a shot where he's doing a contorted facial expression. He's like going like doing some anguish thing, his, and they got I think it, his like, mask is face, but his mask like, is on is on char- It needs a charge. I think that's what it is. Like he's becoming the uh, demon <laughs> alien. Whatever the fuck. Yeah. It's just like, so it is just like it's just fundamentally. Yeah, it's it's just it's, a, Jewish. it's just a debasement. I mean, if you need a picture, you need a picture of like what is Jewish? Like here it is, right? This is Jewish, right? Right. 
I mean, it's and ugly. It's Israel, off-putting. And based Israel that understands like, everything the about this. Everything about this is Jewish. Is Jewish. Yeah, right. Yeah. Where they understand it's like this is like the debasement of a beautiful art form. It's dis- it's disgusting, homosexually charged, uh, yeah. and it's and and, it, and an Israeli, a, a Jewish news uh, publication is telling you why you need to suppress that disgust reaction and consider it art and and think about yeah, how and, this and is like actually really valid. Deeply consider it and think about it, and yeah. And actually, this is actually more important than any boring old stupid ballet you've ever seen before. Like this is actually like more. This is you. There's more to chew on here, and and if you don't want to chew on it. Well, you're just some kind of like stupid redneck, or you're just an you're just like a rube, you're just a grug, and you know like the like the accusation in this, like all of this, you're supposed to take this on. The, the, yeah, the funny thing is now he, here's some good word salad. Mm-hmm. So oh, uh, this is from the article. It's painful to admit how much the fascist militaristic aesthetic of the quartet of men captures the eye. It, what the men eating each other's asses? It's enough to watch their lower bodies dipping low, their hands thrust forward. Bearing the weight of the body, the four perfectly synchronized to understand dance research. Oh, hi, guys. Here's another pre-recorded interruption. Not an actual interruption. I'm just here to remind you, we need you to go ahead and pick up a subscription at the rightstuff.biz slash paywall. You can use money orders. You can use crypto. You can use e-checks. You can even go to my Odyssey channel, Uncle Spend's other tone stream, and you can use your credit card on there to get around the Jews' uh, banishment of our banking services. That works. So you can do that until you can't. I don't know. But thanks. We'll be right back to the show now. Andrew, Andrew Hewitt, who described in his book, social, this is like, this is like, you know, like the postmodernism generator here. Yeah. Social choreography, ideology as performance in dance and everyday movement, how the aesthetic serves as the utopian lure that enables that ideology to operate in a hegemonic rather than simply coercive fashion. So it's like, bro, like, none of, none of that stop justifying anything. your perverted, stupid shit with word salad. None of that meant anything. I was all just like, I, I kind of get it, but I'm also, it's still bullshit. Yeah. It does. It's it's still garbage because what this is is just gross, disgusting things. And you are supposed. Oh, here we go. The visual pleasure <laughs> exposes a primeval yearning for belonging, a need uh, for unity imprinted in us that we give ourselves to uh, willingly, even when this uncompromising unity goes as far as the erasure of the individual. Nonetheless, the choreographer ridicules this aesthetic through the banal demonstrations of, of masculinity, such as push-ups or breakdance exercises, and at one point even seems. Like the dancers are giving a Sikh Heil salute, while the oh. other hand makes oh a my. tiny mustache. Okay, so they're just, that's probably wow. not, that's probably pretty blatant. This that stuff. Got a, he's got a Japanese fetish. Wow. That's Choreographer? Deep. Ohad uh, Naren? <laughs> he's got a fucking Japanese girl fetish. Well, he can have whatever kind of fetish he wants. He's, he's a Jew. You know? He's a Jew. Everything's a fetish. He's like, you, yeah, like, you got, guy, Jew, Jews can have any kind of, they can abuse any. Mm. Demographic they want, like if okay, you have so a fetish for putting this together. This is a spiteful mutant Jew, like a of really. Of course, dude. Really, oh, really... what was your first giveaway? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but but even even among Jews, like he's not. He hasn't had that much reproductive success. He's got like one like half chink, half Jew daughter. Let's look up it. what he looks like. Let's see what he looks like. Is he? Is he? Is let's he? It, let's look at his background here. Uh, raised in an artistic home, he wrote stories, composed music, painted as a child. His father was a psychologist, specializing in psychodrama. And an actor. His mother was a what in the fuck is a Feldenkrais instructor? What the hell is that? Exercise therapy devised by Israeli Moshe Feldenkrais. Okay, so Jewish bullshit. Yeah, yeah. There's other stuff of of pictures of his um, performances where you have like what is stuff like it's like bordering on body horror or just is body horror where instead of like this is sort of interesting because you you think of ballet and you think of like 
the European ballet style and and things like that, where you you know you do have people in these ballet outfits and they they are like you know, but he takes this and he just makes these people like writhe in like an undifferentiated mass of human bodies. Yeah, right, he's, right. He's it's doing, gross. It's he's doing gross. A, a David Cronenberg choreography. Yeah, it's fucking gross, man. It's just it's just debased. Yep. You know, it's just ugly and debased, and you're supposed to clap for it. Like fuck you. No thanks. Anyway, let's anyway. take a break. I'm ready for lunch. Hit the old. Do you want lunch? Sort of. Alex, I I, I lasted three minutes on your well, bike this morning. I don't. I wanted a little bit less after looking at those images of that. Do you, do you know who's you know who's not riding a bike outside today? You? Me. It's cold. It's fucking cold. I thought it was not fine, and then the you know then the wind starts. You're like, oh, that's right. When you move, when you move at relatively high speed, it's the breeze is a little chilly. So. Yeah. I've got some content we can a log in the second hour. We should be fun. Oh, I want to. We got to a log Disney in the second hour, so I don't like, so I don't threaten to kill myself again over my artistic vision oh, okay. not being not being okay. realized. Right. <laughs> I, I, I prepped him with some other uh, Disney content. Yeah, that was that was that was good input there. So yeah, all, I wanted to a log like Jewish academics analyzing gun violence, but we can do. Oh, we can do. Well, we, can, we probably have time for both. I don't think a log Disney's gonna take yeah. that long. Anyway. Yeah. We shall uh, return. You are listening to the Daily Sewer. Uh, 